there! Welcome to episode 158 of the Wayback Music Podcast. Oh, I'm a terrible person. My name is Chris. And I'm a Matt! <laughs> And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. The Nintendo 64 is known for its multiplayer games, and possibly none were more popular than their first 3D iteration in a genre they themselves invented only a few years prior. Don't slip on a banana peel, because tonight we listen to the music of Mario Kart 64 for the Nintendo 64. Well, hello, Matt. <laughs> What's up, Chris? <laughs> uh, so I was getting the music together for this episode, and I swear, it, I, you never hear the title screen to this game without Mario going, Welcome to Mario! Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. it bugs me out every single time, because we're going to listen to that song, and we're not going to have the voiceover on top of it. It's so strange. Anyway, how you been? I can't complain. You? Uh, you know, I'm kind of excited. we got a got a fun... Uh, fun Mario Kart episode this music is just just fills me with a, a ton of nostalgia so I'm I'm excited to to sit here and give it a good old listen yeah absolutely I mean when um when I was putting the list together I just kept like sitting back and listening to things and thinking like ah man these were the days <laughs> yeah man absolutely yeah this was uh this was your pick and uh, yes, a darn good one on top of that I'm pretty stoked to listen to it and i'm pretty stoked for what we do there's like a couple episodes i have uh picked out for this year that i'm just so itching to get to i'm i'm really really excited about it so mm-hmm. you know, we, we got a we got a lot going on this year it's gonna be a good year for wave back uh and we should just get right to right to business now it's yes. like we didn't record an episode nope. <laughs> this is totally not our second episode 158 nope patrons will know what we're talking about <laughs> uh, anyway <laughs> matt yes sir hit us with some history certainly <clears throat> mario kart 64 was released on the nintendo 64 on december 14th 1996 in japan and a few months later uh, to the u.s on february 10th 1997 when super mario kart released for the super nes in 92 Most people didn't realize that not only had Nintendo just launched one of the most successful video game franchises of all time, but that they were effectively inventing a new genre, one that was arguably properly perfected with its follow-up, Mario Kart 64. In the game, you take control of a Mario character and race around theme tracks and go-karts. What truly set the game apart was the inclusion of items, which brought a bit of combat and extra strategy to the proceedings. Where Mario Kart took advantage of the Super Nintendo's Mode 7 scaling and rotation effects, Mario Kart 64's environments were fully polygonal, which means that elevations, jumps, tunnels, and more could be integrated into the game. The game was also four-player right out of the box, a trait that has helped cement the Mario Kart franchise as a party staple for years. The game was a critical and commercial success, spawning numerous sequels, including Mario Kart 8, a game that continues to sell an absurd degree to this day i think it is sold to every man woman and child on the planet at least twice for the record i don't own it how strange are you it, sure I, <laughs> it's been inside of me the whole time been, you're just gonna find like three copies in your desk you didn't even <laughs> know they were there because <laughs> my desk is such a mess yeah. <laughs> no it's it's truly a side note it's truly one of the like only games on my Nintendo Switch that I want so bad and yet can't bring myself to purchasing because it never goes down in price. 
Yeah, it it, it does not not ever go down in price. No, it, it drives sixty me bucks from day one. Yep, and it's a re-release. Yeah, of a yeah. Wii U game. Yeah, that also sold for sixty bucks. <laughs> you sons of anyway, banana peels. Banana all over the course. <laughs> Mario Kart 64's music was composed by Kenta Nagata. His previous credits include various other Mario Kart games, the original Animal Crossing, The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker, and the new Super Mario Brothers series. I love this game soundtrack. Mm-hmm. What's your what what's your what's your history with Mario Kart 64? Why did you choose of all the games in the universe this game to center this episode on? Well, uh Chris has a huge list of games that he wants to get to, and my job is to help him tick off those boxes. Um, I, I scrolled the list, and I said, oh, man, I haven't heard Mario Kart in a long time. My personal history, though, is I I love the Mario Kart series. I'm such a big fan of it. I'm terrible at it. I'm I'm not... I The, the newer ones, I'm just so bad at. The older ones, I'm better at. But uh, for me, it was always about the battle mode. Um, I love, you know, sitting with my buddies and, and just kind of PvP in it and just just love, love, love. Um, but 64, I, I have a I have a love, I have a, a deep love for the Nintendo 64. Like the Super Nintendo will always be like my favorite Nintendo system, uh, pretty much, which for some might be a bold claim. I think a lot of those share that sentiment. But the the 64 has a very, very special place in my heart. Uh, I think it was I want to say it was one of the first systems, if not the first system, I purchased with my own money. Um, you know, I was working, and I, I there was a comic book slash video game store in my neighborhood, and they had a used, you know, uh, system, and I, I, I paid for it, and I, you know, and and Mario Kart was one of the few games that I was uh, I procured, and I just I played the hell out of it, and and like I said, I I loved playing with my buddies, you know. You're right. It, it came out at a time where you're not quite, um, you know, your parents might not quite let you go out by yourselves or even still at this was still a time as 97. Yeah. So this was at a time where, you know, I was still you're still young enough to not be fully allowed out, maybe. But, you know, your friends are hanging out and stuff. So it just it just brings me back to like great, great times and just countless like plugging away countless hours. No real uh, what's the word? Responsibilities and just it's just doing that. That's and so I, I that one the minute I saw the name Mario Kart 64, I said, yeah, yeah, we got, definitely got to do this. Nice. Well, let's see. I um, so I got an N64 on launch day. It was a uh, really awesome surprise from my mom, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, my 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 parents. I always say my mom because my my dad is totally there and around. And my parents <laughs> are still together, but my dad's like you know my mom made makes the decisions. Ah <laughs> so, uh, yeah 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 yeah. Uh, so I uh I was just dying for the N sixty four. I was so beyond stoked for this thing. I had that uh VHS tape that Nintendo Power sent mm-hmm. out, sent out uh, with all the, the the just the crazy hype machine in Mario Kart. <clears throat> Mario Kart R was listed in there before it was changed to Mario Kart sixty four. And, uh, and the first thing that struck me about it was the fact that there were hills in it now. You know, because Super Mario Kart is just flat mode seven. Yeah. And this had like three D architecture. I was like, oh my god, that looks so good. And um, so I remember coming home from school one day. Uh, I think it was the day the N64 launched, actually. 
and uh, my mom was wearing a Mario 64 t-shirt. What? She, she's like, oh, hey, uh, by the know, way, put, put your backpack down. I reserved the N64 for you. We're going to Toys R Us to pick it up right now. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so we went to Toys R Us and got my Mario Kart 64, uh, not my, my, my Super Mario 64. And like, I just loved that game so, so much. Yeah. The N64 ultimately is probably my least favorite Nintendo system. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of fond memories of that platform, but I also have a lot of not so fond memories of that platform. It's, uh, yeah. it's the system where things started to really go downhill for Nintendo. Um, it's where they, you know, th this is where they dropped the ball and, and Sony picked it up and ran with it. And yeah, it's true. Didn't, they didn't get back to being on top. I would say Nintendo hasn't fully recovered until the Switch, mm -hmm. because uh, say, you know, obviously they never dropped the ball in the uh, the what's it the handheld department. They were always king. Like they yes. they they kicked all the butt in uh, the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, DS, 3DS. They did great with all those platforms, but you know N64 trailed significantly behind the PlayStation because of the whole you know cartridge based thing and versus cds and then they didn't recover with the gamecube uh the wii sold a bajillion systems but nobody was buying games it it was a, just a totally dip, separate entity from like the playstation 3 and the 360 and it was also the generation they decided we're just going to stay back a generation as far as tech is concerned we're just not going to go next gen we're going to stay this and, and do this instead and then the wii u was the wii u and now we have the switch where they're finally you know back in make major player status but all the all the bad stuff started with the n64 um and uh however there were things about the n64 that were undeniably better than playstation yes uh the fact that there were four controller ports built right in so you could play mario kart 64 day and day as long as you had controllers four player mario kart and it was it was it was sick it was, I remember my friends and I would play Super Mario Kart a lot. And then when we finally got our hands on Mario Kart 64, it was like, there was just no looking back. I, Super Mario Kart, I still love that game to death. But the the battle mode, like you mentioned, was, was amazing. Just, just racing with four players at the same time, four player split screen. It was, it was just a spectacular experience. And... I spent so, so many hours in Mario Kart 64, both single player and multiplayer. And it was just, a, it's it's a magical, magical game. And I know there's a lot of folks out there that argue that uh, Diddy Kong Racing is the better game. I disagree. I think Diddy Kong Racing is a cool game, but I think Mario Kart 64 is better in its simplicity. I just think it's more fun to pick up and play. Uh, it runs better, and I think it's got a better soundtrack. No no offense to David Wise. You know, I love me some David Wise. But uh, there's th this uh, Mario Kart 64 soundtrack is, I think, I think killer. I think it's one of the best soundtracks in the series, which we're about to hear. Yeah, buddy. So, uh, Matt, this is your pick. Let's, uh, let's kick things off. What's our first track? So, um, to kick us off, I thought... You know, let's begin at the beginning, right? Uh, I, I basically, when I when I was picking these tracks, I, I just threw on the soundtrack and just let it play. And, um, you know, found myself uh, just making a list of the songs that I thought, oh, yeah, these these are these are some of my favorites, some of the ones I remember the most. 
uh, some frustrating ones too. And, uh, and then whittling it down like I always do for all our shows. So I thought, let's start at the beginning. We're going we're gonna to listen to very, the very first track, title screen. I think, um, I don't think it needs an introduction, except for, you know, the stuff that's missing from the actual music that you remember from the video game. So without further ado, jumping in, this is the, uh, the title track to Super Mario Kart 64. That was the title music to Mario Kart 64, and nothing gets me more amped, probably, than this song to play, like, a Mario Kart game. There's something just so, like, again, a lot of what I'm going to talk about is nostalgia-based, but uh, sonically, there's there's something about these synthesizers that really get me going. Like, I'm, I'm always... They're they're indicative of the time uh, when 64 was really you know churning out stuff, but like there's something about them that really just I really really enjoy. They almost feel I don't know synth wavy in a sort of sense, but not. It's a very poppy kind of experience for me, which is I don't know. You look at me, you listen to the other show. I'm not very poppy to begin with, but I do have that inside of me so i like um so yeah this is not this also jump jumps out and grabs me because of its very specific sound quality you know those those synthesizers are are very unique to this this game mm-hmm. um what always struck me about this one is that i didn't notice it at first until there was a point where you know you, you usually turn it on and you hear this song for like a couple seconds then you get right right to business you know not usually sitting around listening to the title screen all that much but i remember the first time i did listen to it i realized that it is the super mario kart title theme just really slow it's using the same melody from soyo oka's original super mario kart theme and just playing it slowly and that's when i started paying attention to uh every mario kart game since that had you know the title screen eventually devolves or evolves into uh Soyooka's original Super Mario Kart theme it just sounds different all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh and I I always thought that was really cool that that's that is as far as I know the only piece of music that was reprised from Super Mario Kart uh in this game but it's a it's it's a pretty good one and a really clever uh, a really clever reinvention of that tune. Yeah, I I really enjoy like when games get um sequels or remakes and stuff and they do that I don't want to say they re- remix or you know rework or whatever, but I enjoy that when you when you hear a piece of music and then you kind of go, oh, oh wait a second, you know, and it, 
it's it's a lot of fun. Um, cause I, I personally am a big fan of remixes and mashups and all kinds of things because I, I'm just that guy. I like to hear new stuff. I like to hear old with new and new with old and so on and so forth. So any hoozle, any hoozles indeed. Keep it moving. This, uh, this next one, I absolutely love this music. And this too is another piece of music, just like you said about the title screen where most people don't, um, sit and listen to it long enough or they don't give it enough uh time to play through uh you're just like all right button mashing into the game right and uh this is another one where i feel like it's kind of that too and when i really got to sit back and listen to it i said holy uh, this is this is great music um i'm talking about the the selection screen Mm -hmm. you you pick your character you know (laughs) Normally, this is where the most trash talk happened with me and my friends. Oh, you're going to pick Donkey Kong? All right, well, uh, I'll see you in the finish line, right? Like, last. Ha, ha, ha. You know, all those little things. So, <laughs> a lot of trash talking. But uh, anyway, this is the uh, selection screen menu music from uh, Super Mario Kart 64. Selection screen music from Mario Kart 64, and I am dropping a lot of stuff. That's great. Um, what draws me to this song really is the the lower register of it. That doom 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 doom, and I like that it's a little dirty, a little fuzzy too. Mm-hmm. It's not like this ex- exclusively clean bassline. Um, I'm a big fan of that. I mean, if you've been listening, you know I like the the darker stuff. I like the kind of the dirtier stuff, the distortions and things like that. And I think this is a lot of fun. Uh, especially for this game, which really on on a whole is kind of a bright, you know, fun, uh, joyous experience, you know, except for when you're getting hunted by a red shell. But, you know, <laughs> I digress. Uh, but, you know, to have this kind of like um, it makes me feel like I'm I'm at I'm at a pit stop where they're rotating my tires and gassing me up in 10 seconds. Like this very like uh, intense little uh, thing there and and again like i said you know we're, we're talking trash to one another me and my friends and you know that's that's to me is like perfection and the song just just to to be the soundtrack for that and the game is like chef's kiss mm. yeah this is uh this is the song that i feel like properly gets you in the mood right because the um mm-hmm. you started off with that title screen music but like i said you usually just skip that title screen music this 
This is where this is where the magic happens. This is where everyone's <laughs> picking who they're going to be. This is where everyone starts arguing over which courses we want to go to. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Yep. Uh, mm, I I love this menu music. I love. I'm a big fan of menu music in general, and uh, everything you said about the, the the bass being kind of fuzzy is not really anything I I had ever really thought about. But you're absolutely right. The um if this had been done with just a super clean bass, that it just wouldn't feel the same. This is a, right. And that that what's it that um. <laughs> that that like uh, organ keyboard kind of sound going in there and then a little high high uh, piano like it's it's just it's just perfect it's it's a it's a perfect perfect menu music to get you get you revved up and ready to go yeah absolutely i uh now I, <laughs> when i was putting the track list i was like damn i really want to play this game now i like i really <laughs> want to play this game <laughs> uh that's why i enjoy doing this show sometimes it's like Oh man, I totally forgot how great this game was. I'm like, I gotta go back and play this. But you know, you and I both have that laundry list of games that we haven't played. It's like, mm. oh, speaking mm. of which, uh, you Patreons will know what I'm talking about. But for you guys who are not, mm, sorry. Uh, since our last <laughs> phone conversation, or phone conversation, oh my god, since our last <laughs> podcast conversation, I uh, I have downloaded Vampire Survivors. I have Yay. not, I have not played it yet. So. <laughs> Anyway, uh, back to Mario Kart. This uh, this <laughs> next one. So the third track we're going to listen to, uh, I found, again, I I don't have Chris's, um, I'm not part of Chris's dark web of uh, OS, <laughs> OST uh, share, share spacers. <laughs> I just like the idea that you have a, like a dark web ring of, of uh, aficionados who share soundtracks. It's just, it tickles me. I know it's not true, but it just tickles me. So, um, so when I pick, when I'm listening to music or I'm picking um, for an episode or something, I use uh, good, good old YouTube. So uh, I found this uh, this track. I should say rather uh, was titled Three Way Race" and "Mario Stadium." Uh, so when Chris has it for for li- our listening pleasure, it's known as "Mario Circuit." So I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, you know what? I'm just going to intro it like that. Hell, I'm the greatest podcast host there ever was. Ha ha ha. <laughs> That's a joke. Anyway, enjoy the third selection from our Mario Kart 64 episode.
So that was a multi-named level music from (laughs) Mario Kart 64. Um, The thing that grabs me about that one, again, is the bass line. Mm, Yeah, I was just going to say the bass line is so good in that one. So what I'm about to say might sound disparaging, but... As I'm listening to it, I'm like, man, this bass line's great. And I'm just really honing in on it. And then I realize it's like, let's see. Dum, 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 dum. It's like seven or eight notes, right? It's the and same it, thing over and over again. Yeah. So it starts to get like maddening. And I'm like, you know, if I wasn't driving a cart, you know, at whatever, 100 cc's, I, I might be listening to this and thinking, I need to. Ah! So <laughs> I'm trying to put it in context, right? Listening to the music while thinking about playing the game. And it's one of these perfect songs, I think, to start the game off. If I'm not mistaken, it's probably one of the first few um, mu- pieces of music you encounter on the track. Um, and I think it's great because it's a, it's pulse pounding enough to get you like hyped up and like to, to really feel like oh, I'm in a racing game. And then not, you know, not only in a racing game, but on top of it, it's semi-combative it's sem- it's it's competitive on a racing level but it's also competitive in that combat nature of red shells and you know speed boosts and stuff so i think it's the perfect um companion piece to the game itself to the actual action on the track yeah well well summed up it's um you know when you think about uh you think about mario kart music uh at least when i think about mario kart music and the stuff that gets reused more often than not it's a it's that mario circuit theme you know the mario circuit Mm -hmm. is always kind of like your your baseline track your basic track and um it's the one that i i come back to a lot or the one that gets reprised a lot from the original super mario kart and uh this is kind of like this is kind of like the song for Mario Kart 64, you know, like this is everybody knows this song. It's a it's because it because it's a killer track. It's really, really memorable. It's a, it, the baseline is indeed repetitive, but I, I it certainly doesn't bother me. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's great. It's got a really good, um, really high energy that uh that the combination of the cadence of the the baseline and that like they're really opposing in uh opposing and kind of like fitting together like cogs you know they're just Mm -hmm. they they have this they form this perfect energetic cadence which is i think i think great i think this is just a a brilliant piece of music yeah absolutely i'm a big fan of like um uh, of the two clashing kind of things as you just mentioned the the high energy and then that baseline just kind of walking and and Mm -hmm. pushing through it it works really really well it's a lot of fun uh to kind of hear the the musical clash so to speak uh but that brings us to our fourth track um it's the 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 file is titled yoshi valley and i found it as Mumu farm and yoshi valley so we must be on to something <laughs> um i'm a really big fan of this one so we're just gonna dive right in this is uh Mumu farm and yoshi valley from mario kart 64 <laughs>
I uh, Yoshi Valley Moo Moo <laughs> Farms. I absolutely <laughs> love any song that starts with like yeehaw. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's a genuine hoedown right there. Oh my god, it's so much fun. Like I love it for two reasons. One, I think it's so hokey and corny, right? But two, there's actually something really fun about it in a non-ironic, genuine uh, sense of, of things. And I just love it. This song, um, I think it's done so well. Like, I can see that farm level where, like, the moles pop out of the ground and stuff. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I could see it clear as day in my head, and it's all because of this music. This music is so um, intrinsically tied to that level for me that if I heard this music, I don't know, in Antarctica on my headphones, I would be thinking of, you know, this level. It's so wonderfully done. Um, every Every instrument in it is perfect. It's like a perfect choice. The the composition is great. I I can't say enough great things about it. And then then there's the the bongos towards the the later section that are uh-huh. are very much like Yoshi, like from Super Mario Brothers. Uh, they would do the and then so they threw that in there too. It's like it's such a great. It like the thing I think I love the most about kind of the um the six uh, excuse me the um the Mario Kart games and stuff and any game really where they they have all the crossover characters is they do not only a great job visually doing it and and putting things in from all the games but sonically and musically they do a great job of like combining stuff and bringing in elements from other the other ips that are that are very much you know this is almost you know you'd only hear this in a donkey kong song you'd only hear this in a sonic the hedgehog song you know what i mean mm-hmm. they bring all this stuff together and then you get this great kind of like smorgasbord of of sound and sonic delight and this is uh, a prime example of that of having that those bongos from the yoshi uh kind of pantheon and stuff love it see for me this song is way more tied to yoshi valley Mm -hmm. and just being infuriated of like it's just being lost right because that that stage it was it was a maze right you know everybody could take different routes and be like who knows who's in what place because there's no like map. There's no way to say like this guy's in first or this guy's in fourth. And then like you get to that giant spinning Yoshi egg and everyone comes together like, all right, who's in the, how did you get that far ahead of me? What route did you take? Did you go left? I went right. What the? (laughs) (laughs) And this music just encapsulates that, that fury for me. And I I love the, love the banjo, the whole situation. It's, Mm -hmm. it's very, very farmish. And like, I love Moo Moo Farms. Uh, farm, but I like Moo Moo Meadows from Mario Kart Wii way more. Uh, mm, that's like okay. one of my favorite carts, uh, favorite courses, and I freaking love that song. Uh, so this song in my head is just cemented as forever the Yoshi Valley song. Uh, I'd, I'd everything you said, hundred percent agree. It's it's a it's a wonderfully put together song. It's so intrinsically goofy, mm-hmm. and it's like this ridiculous hoedown thing, and it exudes a degree of chaos. <laughs> which is such a perfect fit for that Yoshi Valley stage, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. it just sounds unhinged and that's what that whole yes. race is. So unhinged is the perfect <laughs> word. Absolutely. 
I, you know, I, I kind of forgot about that that Yoshi debacle. How how oh god, how crazy you see that the level egg is! And you'd be like, oh, how did you get that far ahead of me? And then you're yep. trying to like zip past the egg, and it just squishes you. And like, ah giant egg you don't even make sense why are you what are you <laughs> that's giant. another thing i loved about the the mario kart series as it got further on it got just so whacked out right like it just oh, yeah. unhinged is absolutely the word for this series but like <laughs> in the best possible way right? oh for sure for sure <laughs> oh man all right so the next track we're going to listen to is called winning results and um if i'm not mistaken this is the one that plays when it's not in the points or no, it's in it's in it's when they're delivering points, right? Yeah, as soon as as soon as the track as soon as everybody's everybody's finished, you know? Yeah, that's it. So Oh, uh, oh this song. Yeah. <laughs> you you either had like there were two ways this went, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, you were either really happy or you're looking at the leader going board going, There's no way I'm winning this. Like I can't even come in first now. And you're just, you're just thinking about a blue shell that hit you. You're like, I was first. I yep. had this oh. in the bag. <laughs> yeah. I had this in the bag. Yep. And now you're just listening to this calm, chill menu music being like. Just stewing. Seething. Oh. Stewing. Yeah. <laughs> just living in it. Uh, all right. Let's, let's all stew together. Here we go. Winning results. Super Mario Kart 64. That was winning results from Super Mario Kart 64, and the minute those first few notes hit, I instantaneously remembered the feeling of being hit with a blue shell, knocked out of first, and thinking, <laughs> I hate you. Whoever did that, I hate you. <laughs> um, but to your point, right, being that angry and, and seething during this, like, very calm and almost uh, elevator music, mall music, <laughs> such a such a dynamic <laughs> that I think we've all gone through. But this music, uh, you know, apart from all that, uh, the music's really good. It's 
This one's, in my opinion, a more simple piece of music that that uh, exists in this game, um, and I think it's a great piece to kind of cool you down. Because I mean, I don't know about some of you guys, but Mario Kart's a, Mario Kart period is a full contact sport, um, and I don't mean just on the screen. I, you know, if you can think back to when you were potentially playing this on the 64 with your three other buddies. We would hit each other while we were playing. Like anything to get an edge. Take an elbow in the ribs or something like that. You know what I mean? It was it wasn't just trash talking. We would we would be really sullen, you know, about catching a red shell in the back or something. Um so, you know, it things can get pretty heated, so you get to the winning results and oh, okay. Alright, all right, right. Half time, you know. Switching innings, whatever. It's it's time to cool it off. All right, and then back into it again. So, um, but yeah, I, I one thing a thing of note here is uh, is the snare. There's something about this snare that like cuts right through it, um, mm-hmm. but it's not like um like a, on the higher of like a piccolo or something like that. It's just a nice snare that cuts through, and it doesn't really it doesn't really give me anything, so to speak. It's just enough to to keep the beat and kind of keep you. For, or I should say, keep me regulated. Like, okay, okay, we're just we're just chilling out right now. Okay, cool, cool. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I think the 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 choice to make this um pretty neutral and chill is was was a stroke of genius because if this <laughs> was like more boastful, um, <laughs> could be uh could have started a few extra fist fights there, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not in my case. Uh, we were already good way fighting. To, good way to chill things down a little bit. Uh, to, to to just you know kind of put some soothing background music on so that the uh, the rage would, would settle back. <laughs> now this is a really really nice piece of music. It's um Nintendo had this happened a lot in Super Nintendo. Really, um the uh, the sense of like really cool chill elevator style menu music, you know, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of back to Soya Oka stuff from like the original Super Mario Kart or Pilot Wings, uh, Sim City, and this 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 game's menu music really just kind of fit in with that style, but felt more modern. Um, so Kenta Nagata did a really really awesome job with uh, with just kind of appropriately fitting the tone of of everything happening in this game like it's it's goofy as all heck mm-hmm. but it's it never feels cheap and right. uh, I, I i love that about it it adds it's weird to say a level of class to mario kart 64 <laughs> but like I, I don't know i don't know how else to say it uh it's that it, it, it just is that that's what it is i think it's i think it's marvelous oh and you know what it just just struck me. I said before that I thought the th- the title theme was the only piece of music that was reprised from the Super Mario Kart, and I'm wrong. The next track is too. <laughs> Just struck my brain like lightning. Like, of course, of course, this song, of course, this one. And the song in question is the trophy presentation. We've all been there. We've all had our triumphs, and we've all had our <laughs> failures. Uh, hopefully, you've had more triumphs than you've had failures. But um, I digress. <laughs> Let's all live in the triumph of the trophy presentation as I present you this track from Super Mario Kart 64.
Oh, congratulations, you made to the end of that one. <laughs> I, it's a short one, I'll admit, but there's something so. It's fantastic. so important. It's it, in yes. every Mario Kart yes. game. It's yes, yeah. You need it. It's the word is important. That's that's absolutely the word. Ah, I love that song. I, it's so, uh, it's so like short, but it, it's so perfect. It's so, so triumphant. triumphant. Yes, <laughs> we, just, we just did it. We just did it. That's great. That's it. That's our show. We're, we're shutting <laughs> we're down the wave back. That. Yeah, we shoved down the wave back. It's been great. Thank you, everyone. We love you. <laughs> we um, did it. We won. <laughs> Someone get us a trophy. <laughs> we beat the final boss of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> what is, and what is that? Uh, recording from two separate states with latency issues to, to say the same thing at the same time and jinx one another. Nailed. We did it. Anyway, um, <laughs> love the song. It's it's so triumphant, you know. No no real pun intended. Um, it's it's the perfect piece of music to end, you know, a, a, a circuit of you know three races of you know potentially punching your friends in the <laughs> ribs <laughs> and then getting to gloat, or you know you're doing um, you're playing the game by yourself and and it, you know that game can get really challenging and it can get really challenging really quick too. Oh for sure. That's one of the things I've, I've always really enjoyed about the Mario Kart series is like it doesn't pull any punches really. Um, you have to you have to get good and get good quick like if you really want to not be frustrated <laughs> like I was. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, this one uh, brings back a lot of a lot of memories of uh, starting out and being like. There's nothing quite like watching your friends uh, <laughs> receive. Uh, glory and trophies on uh, on the podium, and you being like, didn't quite make it. Just mm -hmm. didn't quite make it. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I I love this song, and I'm always happy when you know because I played so much of Super Mario Kart, and Super Mario Kart's um, soundtrack was so so ingrained in my head. So hearing any tracks from the original one reprised in in '64 was like. I thought that was super cool. So, and this is a really good take on that song. So, good job, Mr. Nagata. Good, good job. job. <laughs> All around. Um, the next one up on the uh, chopping block is going to be uh, <laughs> to to Toad's Turnpike. Um, I love that there's a lot of love for Toad, and then I, I love that there's a lot of hate for Toad. Mm -hmm. I, think he, I think he doesn't get enough respect. That's just me. That's uh, my hot take. Uh, but Toad's Turnpike, huh? i big fan of this one. So uh, we're just going to get to it. This is uh, Mario Kart 64, Toad's Turnpike.
That was Toad's Turnpike from Super Mario Kart 64. What I love again... You know, it is just Mario Kart 64, right? Is it? I thought it was Super Mario Kart 64. Yeah, no, Super was for the Super Nintendo. And that makes everyone sense. since has just been Mario Kart. That's... It's pretty wacky. I also need to read better. <laughs> it's... I mean, the game is Super. There's no getting around it. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm doing. I'm putting the superlative in front of it. Maybe, yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's the ticket. Um, <laughs> no, that makes a ton of sense. So, uh, Toad's Turnpike, right? Uh, again, it's another one of those things that um, I I had the same takeaway from the the title track, which is the synthesizers used in, used in it are very strange as, as, to me as someone who listens to music with synthesizers. Uh, they're a very Super Nintendo sound, and um, mm-hmm. I think that's what I love the most about them is like kind of the um, the effect put on it. There's kind of like a a sort of reverb in only the way like Super Nintendo could do it. But then when you couple it with like these bass lines, they just become something so much better. Not to say they were bad to begin with. They just I I like it so much more. Um, and this track, uh, I'm a big big fan of it. There's something very, um, I don't know if this makes any sense when I say it, metropolitan about it. Mm, it yeah, it, for sure. It makes me think of the concept of what metropolitan is, right? Like this very clean-cut metropolitan um, aspect. As someone who lives in a metropolis, it's it's absolutely not that. But anyway, <laughs> it's like it's like what a video game thinks uh, a, a metropolis is like. Um, so the idea that it's called Toad's Turnpike you know, really kind of ties it all up in a nice, neat bow. I'm, I'm a big, big fan of this one. Yeah, I like this one a lot, and I always forget that I do, because it starts <laughs> off so, like, I mean, for lack of a better question, lack of a better word, it starts off kind of bland. But then right. as soon as it gets going, the... Like, it's a really good melody, and I love this track, which is... This is such an interesting track, because it's just an oval. There's nothing interesting about this track except for there's traffic everywhere. And <laughs> you can yeah. like jump over the trucks and stuff like that. This this track is so intense and it's just a circle. It's the the closest I've ever come to understanding NASCAR is playing this track. <laughs> and they had to introduce traffic for you to understand it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and mushrooms. Oh uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you heard me. Oh, okay. All right. No, just, all right, never mind, never mind. Proceed. Yeah, uh, it's 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 a really nice song. It's definitely uh, it it fits the plotting nature of this too. Like it is mm-hmm. very it is very intense, and that constant the the scales going up and down in the background kind of really lend to that intensity of it. But it's also such a simple kind of like cruising track. You know, you're not going yeah. through hairpin turns or anything. It's just this is stay the course, but it's also you know mind your surroundings and i think this this song really really nails the feeling that this track was going for especially the nighttime you know because it's a dark stage that's taking place at night so there's something metropolitan and nighttime-ish about its overall fields really, right really nailed it mm. metropolitan at night mm-hmm. <laughs> all right that brings us to our eighth offering which uh i don't know man coco mountain there's um I don't know. I they just added this to Mario Kart 8 in the DLC. 
Oh. Was like in the, the last DLC thing. Was it last month, month before, I think? Something like that, yeah. I... I'm I'm angry, and I, <laughs> right, and and I love it. So it feels like a family member. <laughs> I just let you know what I'm. I'm, I'm gonna, we're gonna play the track, and then we're gonna talk about it afterwards. This is love it. Co- <laughs> is it Choco Mountain or is it? I always thought I always thought it was Choco Mountain, like chocolate. Ch- yeah, that makes. I sense. I don't know how to actually pronounce it. I'm gonna go with Choco Mountain because that looks right to me. This is Choco Mountain from Mario Kart 64. Choco Mountain. Just just thinking of those giant chocolate hunks. Yep. Rolling down. Yep. 
Oh, I'm totally not going to hit those. Oh, I hit them! <laughs> yeah, I'm on the trajectory now, and then they, they do like an awkward bounce, and you're like, oh, come on! <sighs> so, I love this song the way I love Yoshi Valley. <coughs> I am surprised at the number of hoedowns you chose for today's episode. <laughs> I, but... I can't help it. They're fun. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have a sixth sense of humor, Chris. No, I'm um, not complaining, just, just surprised. <laughs> I don't know. I was feeling I was feeling really froggy when I put this list together. <laughs> um, that being said, I I really do love this song. Right, it's just so much fun, and and I think that's the nostalgia trip I have for this game is that it's a lot of fun. I remember being just just countless afternoons with my buddies, you know, playing this game, and and even though you know we'd get genuinely butthurt by losing and stuff we we really had a lot of fun and i look back on it very fondly um i would never trade it for anything in the world and so this music definitely gives me it it, it gives me those like fun vibes it gives me like the old nostalgia for it and stuff but uh you know sonically speaking it's just a fun song like it's orchestration and um you know choice and instruments like the the uh synthesized harmonica like it's cheesy doesn't sound like a harmonica not really but you get the idea and and i think that's fun it's like look we're just doing our best here man all right just <laughs> just relax <laughs> just relax and sounded, have fun I, I was about to say it sounded better than like harmonica uh harmonica like sounds sounded on the super nintendo but then i thought yeah. about yoshi's island it's like no that sounded more like a harmonica than this one yeah but uh no it, it's a uh, i also rather enjoy this song's ridiculous nature it um this juxtaposes against the course itself the same way that the title does you look at this course without any um outside influences and it just looks like you're driving through a pretty bland foggy mountain course but when you realize that the mountain is made of chocolate mm -hmm. and uh then you plop this completely goofy music on top of it then oh okay this is very silly <laughs> absolutely and then so, I th yeah. I, that's what i love about it it's like the game is serious like people get very competitive about this game but like when you really dissect it all it's like you're getting serious about a game that doesn't even take itself seriously yeah it definitely does not take itself seriously and that I think that i think is the appeal for me at the very least i love something that the only thing it takes seriously is its goofy nature, like uh, Police Squad or Naked Gun. <laughs> God, I love Police Squad. Police Squad's oh. so good. All right, what's next? Next on the list is our ninth selection, and I pretty much chose this for you, Chris, because I know you're such a big Donkey Kong fan. <laughs> uh, and But I also, too, really enjoy this piece of music. It's Donkey Kong's uh, Jungle Parkway, and... Um, we're just going to dip right into it. It's from uh, Mario Kart 64, Donkey Kong, or excuse me, DK's Jungle Parkway.
was DK's Jungle Parkway from Mario Kart 64. It's another one to me that is um, very plodding, and it, it just keeps it going. It's no frills per se. It's very much, um, uh, what's the word? Like It's very much tied to the level, uh, tied to the thematic uh, elements of the level and the character and stuff. Uh, you know, I was mentioning before how uh, I love when they do a crossover game that includes, you know, several IPs and stuff. And they they try and make it so that, like, uh, you know, now you're visiting Donkey Kong's land. Now you're mm-hmm. visiting Sonic the Hedgehog's land, you know, stuff like that. So you get the full package as opposed to it just being like, it looks sort of like Donkey Kong's land. And it might kind of sound like Donkey Kong's land, but it's mm, right. So. I think this track is really much is, is very much rather uh, that where you get the full package of this, uh, you know, dark, dense jungle, perhaps, and kind of everything that is um, if you were to if you were to boil it down, if you boil down Donkey Kong's, you know, um, uh, Donkey Kong lands and, and every one of those rareware games and stuff, you boil it down. This is kind of what you, you would get uh, to some extent. And I think it's fantastic. I um I, I like this one. It's 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 all percussion, which is is super cool. It's it's fun enough to listen to. I just remember um when I was a kid being kind of disappointed that it wasn't more uh, in line with Donkey Kong Country's soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You know, Donkey Kong Country has such an amazing soundtrack, of and, course, as did the second one. And then this is there's not a whole lot to it. It's an interesting song. Uh, and I'm always reminded of when you get to the final lap and this music starts playing ultra fast. It's like, ah, <laughs> it's really intense. Um, but there is always a, a twinge of disappointment that it wasn't more melodic and uh, exciting like uh, the, the classic Donkey Kong Country music. But still, uh, a darn good song. Yeah, I'll agree with you. It's a little simplistic uh, because you're right. Those those soundtracks from, from Donkey Kong, a few episodes we've done already. You should go back and listen to them if you haven't. Um, <laughs> They're so fascinating and so um, just well put together and, and very um, just very dynamic. And this here is not there's there's real no dynamic nature to it. But again, still a, a great track nonetheless. So agreed. Um, I do like the dynamic of the game, though, how you have these pieces of music that are really up and pushing and plodding and 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 pulse pounding and then you get these uh kind of you know this ebb and flow to the game it's a lot of fun we talked about that with the um the the winning music and the trophy music and stuff so yeah um this one here our our 10th offering now normally it's at this point we say our final track of the uh show but we had to put in an 11th and i don't think you're going to get angry with us but until then we're going to deal with our 10th uh, I found this to be called Versus and Battle Mode Results. Uh, Chris's track is Time Trial Results. Um, I remember this as as the Battle Mode. I spent a lot of time in the Battle Mode with my friends. I said that early on in the episode, and yeah. um, this is this might have been the soundtrack to like <laughs> two years of my life, or you know, the uh, an entire summer at the very least. You know, spring and summer, this is the soundtrack. And, and I, I guarantee you if I press play or when I press play, I'm going to feel an elbow in my ribs. So um, <laughs> guard your ribs. This is the time trial results. This is versus. This is battle mode results. Results, it's Mario Kart 64.
was the time trials results uh, versus and battle mode results. I I can't tell you <laughs> just how much uh, we heard that in between. Like, go to get a soda. You want something? You know, get it yourself. I don't. I'm mad at you. you know? <laughs> all those, you know, all those jabs you take at each other as teenagers and stuff. It's that's it's. I, I might I might sound like I'm you know poo pooing it a little bit and I'm absolutely not I would I would love to hop in a time machine and go back and do it all over again it's just so much fun yeah we definitely had some 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 battle mode times in this one and this is far less uh, calming <laughs> yeah than racing <laughs> yeah. music yeah that's true <laughs> oh man uh, it, it's it's extremely memorable I'll, I'll give it that it's a there's not a lot to it like, i don't really know what to comment on the actual music itself but boy the uh the feeling that this one elicits the uh that that's a nostalgic feeling right there that that does not go away <laughs> oh absolutely i mean um you know sonically it's it's another track that um it's again very well put together it's got a a calmer tone than a lot of um a lot of what the game offers um but I think it's perfect because if you're someone that's actually paying attention to whatever revo- results you're looking at, it's kind of what you want, right? You're ingesting information. Perhaps you're really like, like I said, people take, take the competition very seriously. So perhaps you're sitting there and you're thinking, all right, look, if I've got to beat this time, I got to, where am I cutting corners? Because now you're devising your strategy. If I'm going to beat my friends, how am I going to do it? Like, I got to I gotta figure this out. You know, and I feel like that's music that allows you to do that. It's, you know, it doesn't beg for you to pay attention to it. It's just background music and mm-hmm. in the best possible way to be background music. Well, uh, that brings us to uh, our, our last track then. Absolutely. Um, this one, we don't always stick 10, you know. We don't, as far as Waveback is concerned, we're, we're a little faster and looser we just kind of tend to aim for 10 because you know that's about how long we want these episodes to go but uh when matt gave me his list this one just needed to be on it and there was nothing to cut like there was nothing to cut and i considered making the argument like screw it let's just do the rest of them too but we just we just don't have that kind of time no (laughs) yeah i mean it's a listen the whole soundtrack is fantastic it's a lot of fun to listen to i did it like three times <laughs> yeah i think there's only like three or four proper songs that we were missing but there was just right it's just too much this one however though yeah so our last selection for the day is going to be uh rainbow road i mean you you play this game and that's where you want to get to it's probably sometimes the most frustrating level you'll play it's the most rewarding level i think too um it just it's rainbow road like i shouldn't have to say anymore and i'm not going to mario kart 64 rainbow road enjoy
that was Rainbow Road. I it's just a majestic beast of a track. It it it's everything that Rainbow Road is as a level, right? It's sweeping, it's grandiose, it's colorful, it's it's just a wonderful piece of music. I think it's possibly the most beautiful piece of music to ever come out of an N64. I, 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 this stage knocked me on my ass when I first played it because uh, Su- Super Mario Kart's Rainbow Road, the original Rainbow Road was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And by design, it was like, all right, you've made it to the end. There's no walls. There's thwomps everywhere. The ground is a colorful rainbow mishmash of distraction. You can't see the question blocks. This this stage is a nightmare. And they went the complete opposite direction with Mario Kart 64s because mm-hmm. by sticking with that space theme they changed the rainbow course itself to this stunningly gorgeous uh, just floating rainbow in space and they added these huge hills and speed boosts and they added walls so there's no constant falling off in this course it's just a marathon it is far and away the longest course in the game and so the song reflects that it's this incredibly long marathon of a song to go with this giant marathon of a course mm-hmm. um it's it's just it's shockingly gorgeous not the, the the whole thing the fact that it's the way the 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 the, the, the baseline is so cleverly switches octaves like when um the 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 music starts to build with that halfway through it it switches octaves all the way back down to the bottom where it could have kept going up but it by switching the octaves back down it kind of brings that calm back to it like it, it it gets into that kind of like disco beat with the drums where it's like it builds and builds and builds and builds and then just cuts back to the 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 driving like the whole that whole thing just stays constant keeps the whole wonderful driving rhythm going throughout this entire song and it's a really simple thing but for some reason the that the placement of the open hi-hat hits in this are i just think are so clever and they're 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 really subtle they just happen a couple of times throughout, but I think they they just add so much to this song on a ridiculous de- de- degree. I I could not love this song more. It's one of my favorite songs from the entire N64 catalog. Um, I used to love doing time trials on this track, um, and just like back in my 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 bedroom when I was a kid, I had like uh, Christmas lights up on uh, uh, around the ceiling, mm-hmm. and there, there were the multicolored Christmas lights. Of course, so I'd like yeah. turn off all the lights in my room and have the Christmas lights on and then play Rainbow Road on time trials. And it was just like the, there's something just so magically calming about it. Uh, I, I, I just love this song. I just absolutely freaking adore this song. Um, I, I think it's a master masterpiece. I mean, I can't add anything to what you just said. Like everything you said is absolutely accurate, right? Um, just, just how um, I think they're able to uh, achieve this sweeping uh, element to it, because I find, and when I say sweeping, I I, bo- I mean both metaphorically and uh, like actually, I feel like there's a lot. Like when I listen to this this song, my head slowly lolls to the left and then slowly lolls to the right. Um, mm-hmm. But it's because of how the synthesizers are being played, and I. I even think um, there's a little bit of, uh, what do you call it, 3D spatial. Yeah, there's there's definitely some kind of panning 
involved oh, in there. Oh, yeah, that, with the little starry sounds mm-hmm. that go back and forth. Oh, oh yeah. magnificent. It's 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 such a great... Um, what's the word? It's it's a great... Uh, it's a great use of the, of of the spatial uh, areas of the you know the 3D spatial awareness and so forth. Um, just just a brilliant piece of music. I know. I, like I said, I can't add much to it apart from just talking about how they they mess with the 3D <laughs> uh, imaging in in the brain. So yeah, I, I I just love how they took Rainbow Road in this direction after um, what's it a. Uh after the the nightmare course that was Rainbow Road and Super Nintendo, which I also love. But, like, ever (laughs) since this one, they've kind of meshed the two of them, you know? They've made Rainbow Road continues to be this, like, really gorgeous outer space thing, but then a lot of... Now it's back to being known for not having walls and being extra dangerous, but also being super long. So it's it's really neat that this just, just took it in such a different direction, especially the music. Like... The, the song for Super Mario Kart's Rainbow Road fit that stage to a T. It is it is a nightmare. It is bendy <laughs> notes. It is super yeah. intense. It is like, this is, is it, just chaos. Isn't and there a, if I remember correctly, there's like a big roller coaster drop at some point very early on. Then this and the 64 one. Yeah, right yeah. straight off the bat, you get that giant. Yep. Mm, love it. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All, all right, right. That, that that's it, right? That, that's 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 all we got. Yes, sir. We're that gonna wraps up Mario Kart sixty four. All right, that is our show. Join us next time. We'll actually bring you the two thousand twenty two Waveback Awards for realsies for hey. real this time. Hey, unlike the last couple of years, we have combed through the best of what the year had to offer in terms of video game music. And in league with our panel of judges, we've narrowed down or will narrow down our choices (laughs) for the best music of 2022. Who will win? You'll have to wait and see. Yes, that's right. We are officially doing real Waveback Awards, like a real award show episode next month. Mm -hmm. Making it happen, folks. Yep. Yeah. It's a thing. (laughs) Mark your calendars. We here at the Waveback Podcast are incredibly grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can. We have a couple of ways you can do that. There's the Kike Discord channel, in which we have a Waveback chat where we frequently discuss all manner of stuff related to video game music and whatever our next episodes are going to be. Of course, you can still always send us an email at mail at and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. Waveback and other Geekade podcasts are made possible thanks to the Geekade Patreon page. There, patrons can get early access to a monthly podcast topic recording schedule, get early access to most of Geekade's shows, including this one, and more. If you've enjoyed our podcasts over the years, follow the link in the description and give it a look. We really appreciate it. Finally, as always, be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at Geekade.com. Matt, yes, sir. what will we be leaving with today? We will be leaving you with the victory lap slash staff roll uh, music selection. Um, the show has a habit of saying, you know what, we're going to throw the ending credits at the at our ending credits. And because it's only me and Chris, here are the ending credits to <laughs> Mario Kart 64. Um, it seems like a very fitting way to end the episode and send you off into whatever else is going on with the rest of your day, evening, or otherwise. Yeah, that there you go. Well, here it is. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Oh!